It's Wednesday, August 11th. Welcome to the News Diet, a healthier alternative to staying informed. I'm your host, Michelle Carroll. Today, I'm going to talk about the Pentagon's announcement that all troops must be vaccinated against COVID by mid-September, Prince Andrew's lawsuit claiming that he sexually assaulted a minor, and the findings that the chairwoman of a Me Too advocacy group helped to discredit one of Cuomo's accusers. Let's be informed so we can get on with our day. On Monday, the Pentagon announced that come mid-September, it will now be mandatory for all military troops to be vaccinated against COVID-19, or possibly even sooner if the FDA were to approve the shots earlier. Shortly after the announcement, President Biden announced his support for the mandate. This announcement comes at a time when the conversation around the shots is growing more and more divided among pro- and anti-vaxxers. And with the rise of the Delta variant, the pressure is growing for big organizations and companies to make decisions on if they will or will not enforce COVID restrictions, like masks, testing, or vaccination. Some companies, large and small, have already enacted vaccine mandates for employees. And New York City recently announced that anyone wanting to use indoor facilities of any kind would need to show proof via a vaccine passport. However, some organizations and even states have taken a strong stance against mandated restrictions, like Florida, where the governor signed an executive order banning mask mandates in schools. The military argues that in order to maintain a strong force, that they can't risk the virus spreading among its troops. Apparently, up to now, they've been separating soldiers into groups based on their vaccination status, which might not be practical in the long term or for those on active duty. As of right now, out of about the 2.5 million troops, 1 million are fully vaccinated and another 237,000 have received one shot. Vaccination rates are currently broken down like this. About 74% of the Navy is vaccinated, 65% of active duty Air Force, and 60% of reserve forces. And the Army, which is by far the biggest service, is at about 50%. Military officials have said that once this mandate becomes official, that those refusing to comply could constitute failure to obey an order and may be punishable under the Uniform Code of Military Justice. They say it's similar to refusing any of the other required vaccines like chickenpox, hepatitis, or anthrax. However, service members are able to apply for exemption for health or religious reasons. Prince Andrew has been sued by Virginia Jufri for alleged sexual abuse when she was 17 back in the early 2000s. The connection between the two is allegedly because of Jeffrey Epstein, the infamous financier and convicted sex offender. Prince Andrew, as a friend, and Virginia, as a victim of sex trafficking. She claims that on multiple occasions, Prince Andrew abused her in London, New York, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. The prince denies all allegations. Even though he denies knowing her, a photo has resurfaced of them posing for the camera together at what is suspected to be the home of Ghislaine Maxwell, one of Jeffrey Epstein's top associates, who's awaiting her own trial regarding her connection to Epstein. She's accused of essentially running the trafficking circle and being Epstein's right-hand woman. This suit is possible thanks to New York State's Child Victim Act, which was signed into law by Governor Andrew Cuomo in 2019. This gave victims of childhood sexual abuse a year to file a case for past crimes. This law was extended due to the pandemic, 
but it expires this week. Ironically, a report came out this week finding Governor Cuomo sexually harassed multiple women himself. Virginia Jufri has filed a civil lawsuit and is seeking monetary damages, so Prince Andrew isn't looking at jail time. But it'll be interesting to see what comes of this suit, as well as his relationship with the royal family, as he is the son of Queen Elizabeth and ninth in line to the throne. On Monday, the chairwoman of the Time's Up organization resigned after apparently helping Governor Andrew Cuomo discredit one of his sexual harassment accusers. Time's Up is an advocacy group inspired by the Me Too movement, aimed at helping victims of sexual harassment. Roberta Kaplan, who's also a lawyer, served as chairwoman and co-founded its legal defense fund. But this week, it seems Kaplan founded herself wrapped up in the fallout of the Andrew Cuomo report findings, which says that he sexually harassed multiple women. According to the report, Cuomo asked Kaplan to review a draft of an article that was aimed at discrediting accuser Lindsay Boylan. And apparently, she did in fact offer up an edit to the piece. The article never ended up being published, but it did, quote, deny the legitimacy of Ms. Boylan's allegations, impugned her credibility, and attacked her claims as politically motivated, unquote. Discrediting an accuser seems to go against the mission of the Time's Up group, and so Kaplan resigned. She claims that she's unable to speak on the matter due to her ongoing work as a lawyer. The Human Rights Campaign, an LGBTQ advocacy group, is now also investigating a high-ranking member due to the Cuomo report. Their president, Alfonso David, he's under fire for allegedly providing confidential information about the accuser to one of Cuomo's aides, which ultimately was sent to reporters. David, who has previously worked as chief counsel and legal advisor to Cuomo, says that he was legally obligated to provide the information and had nothing to do with where it ended up. Today is Wednesday, August 11th, and you've just been informed. Now it's time to get on with your day. I'm Michelle Carroll. Thanks so much for listening. If you like The News Diet, be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast so you can always get the latest episode. And leave a review as we all know how that helps boost a show's visibility. If you have any suggestions on how I can improve the show, I definitely want to hear from you. I want the news diet to be as valuable as possible for you, so if you feel compelled, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at the news diet or directly to my email feedback at thenewsdiet.com.